I think one of my clients give me hit me up the last week, and he's like, "Well, how how what did you do to learn all of the stuff that we're talking about here?" Um, and I said to him this: I said, "I'm prepared to fail forward. I am a very good student of the pain. I am very persistent, and I I persevere. And I think, guys and girls." I think that anybody can build a $5 million company. But I'm telling you to climb that mountain, and I've talked about this in the past, is like climbing Mount Everest. How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. Uh, my name's Max. I am your host. I'm the CEO at Smith & Sons Remodeling Experts here in Canada. Welcome to you if you're in YouTube land. Uh, it is great to uh, have you in the house and be with you. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, I appreciate you uh, dropping in for a little bit of a check-me-out. And uh, if you're a long-time listener, I appreciate, your, uh, uh, I appreciate you uh, lending me your ear. And I trust that we are you know, d- demonstrating and give you some value that you can um, make your business better. Maybe it's not a kick-ass business yet, but your business is becoming better. Um, that's definitely what we're striving for uh, here at the podcast. Um, just want to quickly say that uh, you know, if you've got any uh, questions or queries, uh, be fr- uh, feel free to drop me a line, Max at uh, elitebusinessadvisory.com. And uh, would love to answer some of your questions there. Alternatively, if you want to get in touch with me and just quickly chat about what's going on uh, with your business and how you can make it better, uh, and you want to maybe spend 30 minutes with me just uh, bouncing some strategy around and giving me a debrief, happy for you to do that. Uh, Just uh, shoot across to elitebusinessadvisory.com and uh, hit the book a consultation button and we can catch up on uh, video calls. So that would be good. Don't forget to like and subscribe, tick the bell, uh, all that sort of good stuff. And there's a whole bunch of housekeeping out of the way. Right, uh, side note, B4B or Business for Builders VIP on Facebook. There's a private group there. If you're in the construction business, um, please don't want to come across and join the Business for Builders Facebook group if you're a baker. I'm sure you're a great person to have a beer with. But um, really, all the information therein is uh, got to do with uh, the building and construction world. So, um, yeah, please don't uh, come across and knock on my door if you're thinking you're going to capitalise on that group. I uh, don't really appreciate it, and I'm pretty sure the folks in there won't appreciate it either. But if you are in the construction business, whether you're a first-year apprentice or whether you're a subcontractor, whether you're a builder or a general contractor, um, it's a great little community to, uh, to be a part of. And, um, you know, just hit me up on that max at elitebusinessadvisory.com email. If there, if you, if there's some resource that I've talked about, maybe, you know, I've got one uh, email this week where I've been told he's binge listening the podcast. And so, um, you know, he's reached out for a few, uh, different, uh, resources. If there's something there that you have heard me make reference to, cause we are at episode 161, be sure to let me know. And I will, um, you know, dig that up for you and uh, upload it probably to the Business for Builders VIP Facebook group. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Right, today, steak and potatoes as usual. Uh, really what, you know, I mean, I've been, the last three episodes, I think we've, we've dove fairly deeply into uh, scalability. And, you know, I just thinking to myself uh, as, we, as I was, uh, you know, preparing to shoot this uh, podcast, it's like I probably need to just do something that really brings to the fore the difference between just getting it full-blown, you know, checklisty type SOP approach 
and really focus on maybe the human that's driving it. Because I do have the privilege of, uh, you know, working with several uh, clients in the elite business advisory world, and also my general contractors that are part of Smith & Sons. And so I get a really good cross-section understanding of what is happening in the marketplace, both inside of our proprietary group, if you like, with Smith & Sons, and then, of course, the open marketplace uh, where I get to, to see feedback on you know what's happening all over the world, uh, matter of fact. So um, really today, I'm going to talk about understanding the importance to main, of, of maintaining a balance in your understanding initially, and then an outworking would be in the physical world, of uh, will and skill. And I don't know if you've ever heard the, the two talked about together or not. I'm not sure that I have. I just really was, I was actually driving down the road the other day and I'm thinking, you know, I really love swinging a hammer. I've just finished building that thing outside for, uh, um, you know, for my quad and my ride-on mower or lawn tractor, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I really do love the creative nature of what it is that we do. I'm a carpenter by trade. It's what I uh, grew up doing, I guess, and it's what I fed my family with. And, you know, there is a part of me that really enjoys that side of it because I've developed the skill, um, you know. But we've also, to be successful in, in the building world, we do need an element of will because there's there's always going to be hills and valleys. As much as I like to think that we can just turn this into an evergreen, you know, blue skies and lollipops type of environment, um, it doesn't come that way to us all the time. Different aspects of our business are in the valley of despair sometimes. Um, and so what I wanted to chat with you guys and gals about today is the power of understanding skill and will and really how those two items combine um, because really, furthermore, it's the importance of keeping that in balance. So um, we're going to get cracking. Really, what I'm trying to do is to to bring an awareness, I suppose, and help you understand the vulnerability. And in a nutshell, it's like, okay, so if I'm really good on the tools, does that mean I'm excellent as a business owner? And the answer to that question is, no, it doesn't guarantee you that. Now, you might have some natural capability or or or, or natural understanding of business concept, then it will make you uh, you know, a better business operator, but you don't naturally develop that. You you work if you work on skill, like we're all trained to do. And I've had many conversations, even over the last week, with guys about you know their situation. That why is it that you know I get a builder's license, but I still don't know how to run a business. You know, and that is the that is the, pr the problem, like that causes the issues in the marketplace. It's why that one out of two builders will go out the back door in the first five years. Then the 50%, sorry, 80 or 90% of the balance of those guys will go out the back door in 10 years. And so, you know, it really is attributed to focusing on the thing. And, and so here's a lot of the reason why we do what we do. Uh, we focus on the thing that is rammed down our neck, uh, you know, uh, the most. And so it's like, you need to be able to, you know, for me, when I went through college in, I don't know, 89, 90, 91, you know, it was all about, uh, you know, doing some practical, doing some drawing, and uh, and then and and then the technical or the uh, you know the theory side of construction. And so, not once in my apprenticeship, in all of the months that I went to college, did any of the uh, you know lecturers or any of the uh, you know authorities in the room uh, at the college that I went to did they ever start to talk to me about business metrics? It just it was totally not on the curriculum. Now, I think when you step up and you go from being a carpenter joiner and you want to apply for a builder's license, they'll make you do a financial management course at Master Builders. And, you know, it's cute, 
but unfortunately, it's it's I, I it's probably only a three day course. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Hit me an email. I'm sure I'll get all the you know, and and, and I'm okay with that. Um, but the financial management side of you know a certificate for and building in construction in Australia, the financial management side of it was very much an introduction. And so, uh, based on that, it's like right. What we need to talk about is further education. So what we're what we're not talking about is hands on or on the tools skill development. What we're talking about is you know skill development in the business side, um, but also making sure that we've got you know uh, you know things happening on a building side as well. But the other side of skill is the will. And so this is very much, you know, I see this with different, <laughs> I'm just thinking of one guy in particular, a couple of guys I know, you know, they really are good at what they do in the area of skill, but they definitely haven't got the will to build an extraordinary kick-ass business, right? So this is where I think, you know, what I'm trying to do is bring awareness to help you understand vulnerabilities. However, if you're just, you know, got great skills and you just want to do quarter of a million dollars a year, then maybe hire an apprentice, but that's it. Like you just... If you haven't got the hunger and the desire and the will to get after it, then what you're going to do is you're going to find that you're going to struggle. So I think guys and gals, like if you want to build, and I used to say a million dollar business, I think it was a big deal. And I think we should all do that. But I think we really want to, if we really want to set the world on fire, I think three to five million pushing to a $10 million business in maybe seven to 10 years or sooner if you're a ninja. um, I think that's where, where you're really going to have to double down on you know, understanding your product uh, delivery methodology, but also you've got to maintain your ability to stay in the game mentally and emotionally because it does get challenging. And I, you know, I do enough business with enough guys and you can just sense the feeling of overwhelm. So all of those that can feel a sense of overwhelm, give me a nod, hit the steering wheel. (laughs) you know, smash the head of that nail a little harder. Um, you know, it's just you get to the end of the day and I'm not totally, I mean, the, the, my, I guess from personal experience, <clears throat> I am just absolutely, I, I think I'm to a degree, I am human, right? I'm not a fucking robot. But at the end of the day, um, the element, there's an element of uh, stickability and the fact that I feel like I'm unstoppable uh, and certainly you know, for me, what I find is um, a level of effectivity uh, from the hours of like five or six o'clock in the morning through till about 11 o'clock or midday. That's me doing about five or six hours, you know, productive work uninterrupted because that's when I'm freshest. If you want to have a meeting with me at three o'clock in the afternoon, um, there'd want to be a, a, an adult beverage involved because by then I'm just about, I'm just about toast. So, you know, I think we've just got to focus on you know, what are our strengths or do we develop that? So when we have that feeling of sense of overwhelm and we think we just can't go on anymore, that's, that is, is that the universe sending me a message to identify that I really haven't got my heart in the game? Um, or does it, what it does to me is it's like, I refuse to give in. I will find a way. And I think what I do, I prefer to dig deep, you know? So I'll be like, right, I need to compartmentalize all of this horse shit and figure out what I'm going to do first, and then what is stopping me from attacking those bits and pieces? Um, is it technology? Is it time? Is it communications with a third party? Uh, is it physical infrastructure? Is it human resource, right? And so, you know, I think there's, I, I think if we just take a step back and we look at what's going on in our world, we can really ascertain pretty quickly 
um, as to where, where where our deficits are. Now, I'm not saying skill or will. Like you can't just be um, a guy that maybe has some pretty substandard abilities, um, which I've seen plenty of qualified carpenters who can't hang a door. Uh, I think I talk way too much about that. Um, but but then, you know, you've got all of the will and all the piss and vinegar, I would say, um, and you've got all the motivation and passion, and yet you don't have the ability to deliver the product. And so this is a bit of a demonstration of how if you have that imbalance, you know, it's like guys, it's, you know, you might have the ability to really build rapport with clients. You might be able to talk to clients and they, you know, you you talk a big game. You might have, you know, heard that. Um, and then when it comes down to it, your ability to actually back up your big mouth is non-existent uh, or, or it's very it's very lackluster or it's very below standard. And so, you know, I think that some guys maybe do that because they think if I talk a big game, it, they people won't notice that I'm a little hopeless on the product delivery or the contract administration or my communications during the sales process or all of the above. Um, but more often than not, clients will smell it a mile away. And so that's, that is what I'm talking about, guys. And so if you're going to make the jump from, you know, a carpentry framing only business across to a building company and running a general contracting business, then there is a whole bunch of new uh, rules of engagement that you need to keep your eye on because if you do not, your ability to execute at a level of profitability that is acceptable, that's going to keep you in the game for 10 years and beyond um, is going to bring you unstuck. And so um, it's super important that we understand that we've got to have the technical competence, but we've also got to have you know the motivation and passion because shit doesn't always work out for us. It is not always going to be uh, blue skies and lollipops. And so this is why I'm saying it's got to be in balance. It's not or, it's not skill or will, it's skill and will and at, at an equal level. So that's what we've got to focus on. So, you know, consequences of imbalance. Um, I'm going to run, you know, uh, no, I'm not. I'm just going to keep talking. Um, consequences of imbalance. Basically, if you, you're going to have either a skill dominance or you're going to have a, a will dominance. And so... That is really what we're talking about. There'll be limitations on you. If you just play, if you just focus on skills and go, right, I'm going to be a really good carpenter, but you pay no attention to how to market, how to develop a unique selling point, how to uh, measure the success of your business, then you're going to have a skill dominance with and, and, and not be able to really uh, put the business together, especially if you uh, don't have the will to win. So like I said, I'm thinking of an individual who is really good at what he does, but his his ability, his, his desire and uh, to build a big business is just not there. And so I think what this comes down to is you figure out what level of skill you need, what level of will you need, all off the back of your level of happiness that you desire. And so, you know, there's a whole bunch of things. I mean, I love to race cars, uh, carts, and I love to um, play play music. But above all else, uh, and of course, I've got a beautiful wife and beautiful kids. Um, but above all else, I mean, below that, I love to work in the business world. I love to see businesses working excellently. Now, not perfectly, but excellently. I like to see an element of control in a business. I like to see a high level of performance, like we focus on high-performance building companies. And so, you know, that's, you know, if you haven't got the will and the passion and the understanding or the, the desire to learn new things like I've had to do, um, especially in the last couple of years, to really drill down on the metrics of the business, 
then all of the skill in the world is not going to take you to $5 million. And really, I think we should just have a $5 million club because I'm telling you, if you can get to $5 million, you want to get to $10 million as quickly as you can because I think you, you may get caught in the crossfire there because there's going to be a lot of demand, uh, a lot of overhead, and so we've got to make sure that the profit is there as well. So um, too much will. If you've got like, yes, I'm pumped up. I love business like you, Max. Yeah, let's go. Um, but you don't have the ability to deliver the product or you, you really don't want to understand how to administer the contract or you don't want to uh, apply uh, yourself to detailed estimating uh, and understand you know, the metrics of the business, that is going to create an imbalance as well. And of course, then there's risk of errors, okay? And then the mistakes and the reworks and all of those negative components that go into it are really going to uh, upset the apple cart for real. Right, so if we can get a balance, what does that look like? We would have a level of synergy where we've got innovation and efficiency uh, and it, where we'll have skilled professionals uh, that are motivated to find solutions uh, to enhance the overall efficiency of the product delivery. And so this is where you know the skill and the will together is going to help us work. So sustainable growth, so an adaptable mindset, um, is going to be basically giving us the ability to uh, ensure that standards or we ensure that we sustain the growth uh, and that we really are delivering the product at the highest level. So, you know, I, I think that if we don't focus on both of these or we don't, you know, we can be, I talk about the four levels of consciousness. And so if we don't focus on or we don't think about, am I too skill focused and not uh, will focused, it's almost like there's an unconscious incompetence. And so, you know, I think we've got to be careful. So, you know, I had one, one of my, I think one of my clients give me, uh, hit me up the last week and he's like, well, how, how, what did you do to learn all of the stuff that we're talking about here? Um, and I said to him this, I said, I'm prepared to fail forward. I am a very good student of the pain. I am very persistent and I, I persevere. And I think, guys and girls, I think that anybody can build a $5 million company. But I'm telling you, to climb that mountain, and I've talked about this in the past, is like climbing Mount Everest. I mean, if I will probably drill down on the stats on Mount Everest since uh, Edmund Hillary, I think he climbed it, um, and just see what the numbers were, how many climbers or how many climbers per year, how many people fail. I think the numbers would actually be better than the failure rate that, that's, you know, in the in the construction world. Uh, I know that there's people that have tried to climb Mount, no, I don't know the people, but I've, I've read enough and listened to enough, that they will get close to the summit. They'll literally get within three quarters of a kilometre of the summit and they'll have to turn around and come back down. I've heard of stories where they make it to the summit and they die on the way down, lack of oxygen. So... I think when we, if we look at, if we look at building a construction company, and I'll probably finish up on this. If we look at building a construction company, as though our life is on the line, like it is if you're going to climb Mount Everest, I think our attention to the detail, our demeanor, our approach, you know, to to uh, preparation, and to make sure that our lines of communication are open, that we are well rehearsed. Uh, that people around us, we've got the, 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 the people around us that we need to, that would help us get to the, you know, because all of these climbers have these locals that carry shit up the hill for them. Um, they couldn't do it without them. And so, you know, I think all of this, this, this metaphor or this example in the physical world of climbing Mount Everest, I mean, I think building a construction business is exactly the same. The percentage of people that go up there, there's a lot of really good, motivated, 
dead people on Mount Everest. And you need to think about that because everyone that ever started out climbing Mount Everest was pumped up and had this positive positivity, enthusiasm. And I'm, you know I'm about that. Um, but at, at some point, you've got to understand that if you don't equip yourself uh, the, the right way, if you don't um, have the, uh, the infrastructure and the framework uh, and the support around you, it's, it's highly likely that you'll only make it halfway and you've got to come back or you will get up to a certain point and you will die on the mountain. Uh, and that's super sad. And so, guys and girls, you know, I, I think that, um, and also this is the other thing to consider. If at first you don't succeed, try, try, try again. Do not quit. I think it's okay to take a pivot. And I've, you know, I've done my fair share of that in the last little while. It's okay to pivot. But I think at the end of the day, if, if I was to walk away from this and go and work as a manager down Home Depot, I'd, I'd, I'd go... <laughs> I'd hurt someone probably. It's just I can't do the predictability. I like I can't do the predictability and I love the autonomy and I actually enjoy the responsibility that if it is to be, it is up to me. And so, you know, um, there's all kinds of factors around my world that shit in my nest and make life difficult for me. But on the flip side, there's a whole bunch of good people in my life as well that absolutely make the grind worth it. Guys and girls, um, if you've got any questions, hit me up, uh, max at elitebusinessadvisory.com. Uh, if you want to get across to the website and book a 30-minute consultation with me, I'd love to hear from you. Um, like and subscribe, leave a comment. Um, get across to Business for Builders VIP. If you are a apprentice, a subcontractor, or a builder, general contractor, would love to let you in there if you're a good sort. Um, and be sure to think about seriously, and this is where we want to have a chat, because I absolutely believe as a 25-year-old, 31-year-old, 38-year-old, 50-year-old, if I was drilling down in the building game, mate, you've got to have a coach. No different, you've got to have a good financial advisor, good legal counsel. Um, absolutely having a business coach is somebody that can look at your business unemotionally uh, and objectively have a framework of training and, and skill development and system systemization that is going to help you take your business from where it is currently to level kick-ass, whatever that is for you. So um, have a really strong think about that. And on this, just I want to finish with this. This is something I just thought about. Um, I've been considering announcing this, but um, I, I want to just throw it out there because, you know, I, I understand, you know, and I, I have to do this there is, you know, my business coaching service is a fee for service. However, um, I want to try and, you know, this is why I've done this for, I don't know, 150 episodes before I launched uh, Elite Business Advisory. And, you know, I was just giving away stuff until the market, you know, 30 or 40 emails, I just had to do something um, and, and set a business up that was going to cater for those certain, uh, those, those certain business people. Now, if you're somebody that, doesn't really think you've got the budget. And I'm telling you that probably if you're under half a million dollars in revenue, you're probably going to struggle, um, you know, unless you've got deep pockets, of course. I don't want you to keep, I don't want you to stay away. Come talk to me. Um, but I'm telling you there's, there's, I'm making, I'm making some inquiry now on top of what I've done to look at what I can do in the way of group webinars or masterminds or roundtables. So, you know, I'm not sure of the infrastructure. You know, it's something I've just been pondering um, because I, you know, I know what I charge for one-on-one -on -one business coaching. But if you think there's some merit between this free podcast and YouTube channel and everything that we do, 
um, and we can just take it up a notch and make it more affordable, then I would love to. I want your feedback. I am not going to throw down. This is what I did. You know, I, I'm not going to try and generate something. Um, I want you guys and gals as the audience to let me know. And I'm telling you, there'd be only limited spots. If I put a mastermind group together, it'd be like 10. You know, there's, I just can't, you know, I'm not going to be able to, um, you know, deliver you an acceptable level of service along with all the obligations and meet those obligations as well. But I am absolutely enthusiastic about, um, you know, helping you find out what level of will you have to drive a business, but also then, you know, look at what skills you need to develop in conjunction with the ones you're already good at and go from there. So uh, I think I've ticked all the boxes. Go build a kick-ass business and I'll see you on episode 162. See ya.